0: And yes, it's another great day. We have only just a minute, only 60 seconds, and it forced upon us. We can't refuse it. We didn't seek it. We didn't choose it, but it's up to us to use it. We must suffer if we lose it, give account if we abuse it. Oh, it's just a tiny little minute but our eternities are wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you. And I hope you're ready for a great day and that you're ready to grow and go to the next level. Yes, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And I wanna welcome each and every one of you to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. And I am grateful for you, 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 you making this show the number one self-help show in the country now. And it's all because of you not because of me but because of you and what you have been able to share with us and how you've been able to tell folks about this show i want to encourage you to keep doing that keep telling your friends your family your network every time you hear about this show you think about the show tell two three four more people because because of that uh sharing you have made this show a popular not only a show on the radio network, but a popular podcast. So please keep sharing it. You know, I start by giving you that minute God's Minute by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. Then I take a moment in every show, every show. For those who are always listening, you might say, I'm sick of him talking about this, but I'm going to keep talking about it because I know where my bread is buttered and who does the buttering. I give God glory. The start of every show, I give God glory and thank him for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for the show being number one. I'm grateful for the podcast being popular. I'm grateful for best-selling books. I'm grateful for being in the Speaker Hall of Fame. Name one of the top five speakers in the world. I'm grateful for all of those, but <laughs> those are the byproducts. What I'm most thankful and grateful for is faith in my faith and the fact that God has blessed me mightily. I'm grateful for friends and family. I'm grateful, most importantly, for good health. And I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. So I do not sleep on that. I don't um, sleep on it. S-s-s-s- Take it lightly. I am grateful and I give God glory. Now, I also want to take a moment to thank our sponsor. I I am so grateful for our sponsor and what they have been able to do to bless you through their sponsorship because they've made this possible. We want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, which is Truest Financial. see, two great banks came together to create an even greater bank truist they have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities with combined resources collective passion and continuous pursuit of innovation truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses achieve more see what the future of finance is shaping up to be at truist.com that's t-r-u-i-s-t.com truist bank member f-d-i-c so I'm grateful for our friends at Truist Bank, and I'm grateful for uh, their continued support of our program. And then I want to take a moment now to introduce you to my guest. You know, I bring the best and the brightest guests from all around the world. And I've got another one today. He is the leading authority in the subject of trust, not just in America, but globally. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame speaker. I'm honored to be in the Hall of Fame with him. He's the CEO of Trust Edge Leadership Institute. He's the best-selling author of the book, The Trust Edge. And he's an an inventor of the Trust Index, the uh, Enterprise Trust Trust Index, and director of one of the nation's foremost trust studies, the Trust Outlook. His work has been featured in prominent publications, such as Fast Company, Forbes, Wall Street Journal. He is a trust expert in residence for High Point University where our friend Nito Cobain. Many of you know he's been on the show many times. He is with Nito's president. Nito brought him in and Nito talks about him in his programs. And he is a expert who speaks to companies like FedEx, Toyota, New York Yankees, government agencies, Department of Homeland Security. This guy is the leading trust guy in the world. And he also has a compelling story about how he went from almost penniless to becoming a massively successful empire builder. My friend is David Horsecker. David is a pleasure to have you
1: on the show. Thank you for coming and being with me. Dr. Willie Jolly. It is a treat to be here. Hello to your audience. It's going to be a great day. Absolutely. So I gave him
0: the the thumbnail sketch. Who are you? Where did you come from? How did you get from there to here? Just tell us a little more about this guy, David Horsecker.
1: Well, yeah, I started, I grew up in one of the poorest counties in Minnesota on a bean farm. If you like chili, you bean love our- Bean
0: farm, wow.
1: Dark red kidney beans. If you like to have chili, you got you love the farm. So I was the youngest of six kids and we grew up and my parents, uh, almost 92, my dad is still runs the farm today. So that's a fun story. He you know, bought his first few acres when he came back from the Korean war and now it's this 12, 1500 acre uh, bean farm. And- so that's a, that's a fun story on its own, but um, yeah, I I started this work around trust. I after- start with the
0: entrepreneurial journey because I think it's, it, when you told me the story, it was yeah. so compelling that many of the people here will, will say, "Wow, mm-hmm. wow! If he can do that, then I can do that."
1: Well, let's go there, and I, I I'm looking forward to the trust work because I believe a Lack of trust is the biggest expense of every person. And I'll show you what I mean by that. But that journey, Lisa and I—I I was director of a youth and family organization uh, down in Arkansas for four years after college. just back in the 1900s. I have to tell my kids, you know. But 1999, we moved back to Minnesota, and we started our first oh, company. Oh, let,
0: let me, let me,
1: Lisa is your beautiful bride. She is 24 years. All right, and you got four
0: children. That's true. All right, did did y'all meet in college in
1: Arkansas? We what? we actually met yes we met in college in minnesota in minnesota yep and that's where we grew up and that's where we went to college and we were on a they had these this uh, spring break mission trip where you could go build homes in this poverty stricken parts of the world we were on that trip building 12 by 12 dirt kind of huts for people that didn't have homes we met on that trip found out we were both missional and uh just kind of aligned in certain ways. And, uh, I guess she found her mission in life or whatever, but we, we, uh, <laughs> uh, after a week, we started going on walks together and, uh, you know, and then I graduated and I moved to Arkansas and she had two more years in college and we wrote, this'll be new for people. We wrote 500 handwritten letters back and forth uh, almost a letter a day. This is before email. We didn't have mobile devices. We didn't have any of those kind of things, and we we wrote and we got to know each other through mail and uh, and some phone calls that cost us a dollar a minute. And almost ended, I ended up penniless before I ended up penniless.
0: <laughs> All right. So
1: you went to Arkansas. Did you go there for graduate school? Nope. I went there first for uh, to to be on staff with the youth and family uh organization uh okay. yeah christian ministry and uh and that's where i actually built my first kind of leadership curriculum and so uh lisa great experience there great board of directors uh we grew into leadership there actually first being on staff and then a leader younger than most of my uh staff and a whole lot of learnings there but it was a ministry we didn't get paid yeah. very much and and lisa and i um, I got asked to speak more and more and some things around this curriculum. And uh, and so we moved back to Minnesota. And this okay. is where the entrepreneur... By this time, she had come to Arkansas as well. Came, yeah, exactly. She came down two years later. We got married uh, okay. up in Minnesota. So then she came down with me got after it. marriage. And okay. we lived there two more years. Got it. Yep. And then you started your... You know, you we just, came back to Minnesota uh-huh. because that's where from and had her, more of our network. And by the way, when we started, we put everything we had into that first company Mm. and we bought. So just to to note, I knew I had to keep expenses low. Yeah, And so we uh, we were looking for where could we live, where could we live? And apartments were so high in Minnesota at that time for what you'd get. And so finally, uh, I lived in my brother's basement. We did for a little while. And then we found 86 year old Clara Miller Mm. said, you can live in my basement but it's not an apartment. It's no bathroom, Mm. no kitchen, Mm. no windows. We didn't know Mm. it was illegal to live in a windowless basement (laughs) because we lived there. It did come with black mold on the walls. So there you go. (laughs) And and we lived there for two years, starting this by that October, we had after paying our urgent bills, we moved there in the summer. We, we put everything we had into it. And by that October, we kept our bank accounts open by keeping 60 cents in the home account mm. 80 cents in the business account and that was it no saving no nothing left and wow. that was a dollar 40 to our name after our urgent bills but we had enough and i still remember we put that in the we write down a what god has done book every what what god we made it through this we made it through yes. this. by the way three more times two more times i about lost everything or was down to nothing until uh we had you know some massive tipping points, but that first decade actually was was challenging. And uh, um, even you know we moved about our first place and all this kind of thing. But basically, we started there. The day we moved out, there was two inches of water in that basement we were living in. And wow. uh, most people wouldn't do that. Most people wouldn't take that. That I'm not saying we we're so great, but wouldn't. T- we had a clear vision. We were unified. We were we were passionate together. And so for two years and. Just to, on the spiritual level, and don't share this Everybody, well, every Wednesday, we were uh, on our knees fasting every Wednesday for the first year uh, wow. for, for 24 hours and praying and just, to, hey, how do, what do we do next? What's the next thing? And we'd work ah. till 11 at night, and we'd get up in the morning and we'd work. And uh, that's kind of how we started it, trying things and this and that, and uh, that, well, there's a lot more to it. Well, um, I
0: love the, f- the couple of things I really want to make sure people hear it. Is they uh, made a commitment. They made them a commitment. We're going to do what it takes to build a business. They had a dollar 40 cents in savings, basically. uh, And that was it. They lived in a windowless, bathroomless, kitchenless uh, dwelling uh, because that's what they could afford. And yet they still gave God glory. And they had a book. I love this. I love this look what god did keep a journal one it's of called what has I...
1: god, what god has done we still have them i don't know how many maybe we're on the 10th one or something but all the things our kids and everything we we every year we revisit that what god has done what god has that's done that's a this. great idea it's, it's
0: like a journal but it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's focused on what has god done you know we do our part but what could god do now like we like say yet yeah we and do the forget.
1: israelites they forgot That's right. What what, what did they? What happened here? That's why even God to put a milestone, put a stone down to remember what I have done because we forget so quickly. So um, that's fun. That's a powerful
0: piece, and folks. Faith and business are not mutually exclusive. And I just want to make sure you, you, that's why you listen to the show. You know, I'm a man of faith, but I also want you to be wealthy. I want you to have massive success. And those are not mutually exclusive. You You cannot have this mindset of, okay, I have to choose one or the other. And so I want to be wealthy. Therefore, I can't be a person of faith. You're listening to a man of faith, David Horsager, who and his wife, who Lisa, who made a decision that we're going to do both. We're going to be successful. We're going to be wealth builders. We're going to be legacy makers, but we're also going to be people of faith. And I was on a, a radio interview just the other day. Look, we're going to take a quick break. I got to come back. I'll tell you about the radio event because this is something powerful I want you to hear. This is Dr. Willie Jolly in the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. About your attitude it's about your attitude it's all about your attitude it's about your attitude it's, about your, attitude. it's, about your, attitude. it's about your attitude it's all about your attitude this is dr Willie Jolly in the Willie Jolly wealthy ways show and my special guest is David Horsager who is the number one expert in trust leadership in America and a gentleman who has built a entrepreneurial venture and he has done it with a interesting byproduct, that he has stayed faithful. He was in mission work. He was working with a a group of people in Arkansas to help people. He's built homes. Even when they didn't have a lot, they'd made a commitment. Because I was asked in an interview, just the other day, I was doing an interview, and a gentleman asked me on the interview, well, you're a man of faith. We all know that. Uh, You've been uh, featured numerous times, giving the actual Sunday morning message at the Hour of Power, broadcast globally. Your books talk about faith, and the fact that you also a person who wants people to be wealthy. I grew up with the fact that uh, the money is the root of all evil. I said, ah, stop. <laughs> it's, you, you're you misquoting scripture. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. Money by itself is a tool. Its job is to bless people, to make a difference, to do well, to do good. A stapler, a, a pen, a, a my iPhone, they are all tools. I, I like to use them, but I don't worship them and nor should you worship money. You should use money in order to use it, you got to get some because you can't give what you ain't got. So so David Horsacker has created a business that is a very successful multi-million dollar business, but he's also maintained his priorities. In fact, I want to ask that question, David. I know that you are a man of, of principles. You're a principled man. That's how you built this business. Now, we've heard about your faith. Well, what is your priority in life? Tell us how you prioritize life.
1: Our mission, Lisa and I's mission, if you enter our home, it's on the left, love God and people. So how do we mm. do that? How do we love God and people? And I'll tell you what, I'll take this right now. We can talk more about the entrepreneurial journey, but the, this is a question we ask all the mm-hmm. time and is this loving? Is this loving toward the client? We built mm. our business on this. Is this loving toward the employee? See, when you have power over, you have a you don't have to be you don't have to give benefits that are the greatest. You don't have to do that thank you note to the that b- beautiful gift to the those people. So our question is: Is this loving toward the world? Is this loving toward God first? Is this loving? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're, that's a question. Even as entrepreneurs, as leaders of now a fairly significant team, and I've got you know certified trusted certified coaches on six continents from. Kyrgyzstan to Ugandan, Kenyan, uh, Indonesia, and Quebec, you know, and Amsterdam. So, I mean, so is this loving, to, the way we, this is a jump, but it's something we're thinking about right now. We built this coaching platform really cool. The the reason it's the best, all I, if it is, and, and yes. it is, if anything, it's excellent, yes. um, is because of the mindset of what would be the most loving to coaches that need to build their businesses around the world. Should we nickel and dime them on this? Should we do this? No, we should give them the tools to train we should give them the metrics they don't have to pay every time they assess they don't these decisions came out of that simple hopefully god honoring mindset of what is the most loving way to create a community of coaches that can change the world with trust wow and so 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 that that sign in your office and your home or I mean, in your business
0: and your life is love god and love people that's it and, All right, and you do to- that
1: Yep. And, well, we seek to, and then yeah. tenants below that for our family that we teach. Uh, and, and in this is a fun one for this audience. I'm jumping all over the place, but here it is. That's good. One of them is one of them because you're making me think about family a lot now, which we bring in all the time, you know, with my book coming out, they came in and made package stuff, even with my full-time team. But, but, uh, you know, when my, I've got an 18 year old now, but when we have these tenants, these, mm-hmm. and you can see them in my first book for our family. And, and I said to my wife at one time, right when we had our first kid, what, this is a good consulting question, not very romantic. What, 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 would what do we want the output of an 18 year old horse auger to look like? What do we want mm. them to look like? And 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 it might sound kind of like, boy, non-romantic, but we, we made this list of 12, 13 items. Well, we want them to be generous. We want them to do unto others as they would do unto you. We want them to, these 12, 13 things that comes under love, God, and people. And we said, and uh, so interestingly, we learned, even though I was flying in a hundred speeches a year, two hundred flights, whatever. I, when I was in town at the breakfast table, I would share one of them. I would just say, "How are you doing this one? How are you doing that one?" Just something. By two years old, two years old, everybody knew all thirteen. They could wow. say them just without, not even a big Bible study, and just a quick thing. And so here's the thing that happened: when our career turned, and they knew one of our, I, my oldest daughter, she remembers when we wouldn't buy her a seven dollar T shirt in school when every other kid had one because we didn't have the money. And mm-hmm. the teacher bought one for, her, and the embarrassment of that, that was one, but she also saw once we grew and things changed dramatically. And, uh, so she said, um, we were going to, I was flying more and I said, I think we should trade in. We had a suburban for the family mm-hmm. and I think we should trade it in because, um, uh, you're, you know, I'm flying more. I'm out more. I think you should have more, more reliability, just a little newer vehicle. And my daughter, I was thinking trade it in mm-hmm. and my daughter could see things had changed some for us probably. Mm-hmm. And she said, Well, that family from church needs a vehicle. Our tenant is be generous. Shouldn't we give it to them? Wow. We ended up giving that vehicle away because our five year old daughter held us to our tenants that fulfill our mission. Wow. Okay.
0: Well, let's, you see, folks, that's why I wanted him to talk about that, that, that they are principles, you know. And if you, you listen often, you know, I'm talking about principle based creation of success that is not stick and move but you got some principles that you live by because principles are bedrock throw a rock up a hundred times and come down a hundred times because a principle called gravity and principles are bedrock now uh david uh we we, we, we got a book that you have now uh uh released you, your first book was the trust edge correct mm-hmm. and now you got a new book called the trusted uh leader eight pillars that drives results and it's a powerful book because it's a story followed by principle-based thinking and uh, first of all, why did you write the book after the success of the Trust Edge, which was a New York Times bestseller?
1: Yeah, the that first book was, you know, that came out of my grad work and all this work. I was a fresh way of thinking about trust 20 years ago or whatever. It came out less, you know, 15 years ago or something. But but basically we kept finding and we do one of the biggest studies on trust and leadership. That's a global study, you know, uh, trust outlook. We kept finding that a lack of trust is the biggest cost. The number one question everybody's asking is not do I like you? I've got friends I like a lot, I wouldn't go into business with them in a million years. The number right. one question everybody's asking about you is can I trust you? Mm-hmm. Trust was always the leading indicator in the research, everything else lagged. We want more sales, there's only one way you have to increase trust. Is it a leadership issue? It never is. The only reason I follow a leader or not is trust. There's a, how do I amplify my marketing? There's only way, one way you have to increase trust in the marketing. How do we deal with the diversity issues of our day? Well, diversity on its own, The biggest Harvard study shows pits people against each other. Unless you increase trust, then you get the great benefits of diversity that we know are also research-based, but you have to deal with the trust issue. How do we increase learning in a classroom? We have to increase trust in the content, the teacher, or the psychological safety or trust of the room. So trust was the leading indicator. We kept finding trust was the root cause, and most people do not deal with the root cause. It's always Mm. a trust issue. And without ego, I can say, work on six continents, all the research. It's always at the core. It's a trust issue, whether it's everything of value from your the greatest financial institutions to any good relationship you have it's built on trust. So mm. that that frame of reference and people think it's something you have or you don't it's not it's something that can actually be built but it's always a root issue. And then the second half is this eight pillar framework that came out of that original research that is eight ways that you build trust. In fact last year an outside university where there's been PhDs built on this but the out, an outside university just a triangulated revalidation for those that care showed that this is the eight this is how trust is built globally give them those eight pillars let's start with that i'm i know that's okay. the ending sure but i want to
0: start with so, it because so it's this so profound eight,
1: yeah because people think they know it i thought i knew it all oh trust right. it's just transparency it's not some of your kids are so transparent on facebook i don't trust them for a second you know it's also confidentiality we got to be able so these eight pillars i believe you can solve every organizational leadership issue against these eight and and so we can talk about each of them for a full day but just for context they are denoted by c words not a motivational let's all have all c's but for clarity they're all c's representing a research funnel number one is clarity we trust Mm. the clear and we mistrust or distrust the ambiguous and right. many leaders and visions think they're clear when they're not. Mm. Number two is compassion. We trust those that care beyond themselves have a hard time trusting or following someone. If I don't feel like they care beyond themselves.
0: Right. My Angelo said, people don't, don't care how much you know until you they know how much you care. Go ahead. Great.
1: Absolutely. And I love that one. And yeah. she said wisely, people don't, they don't remember how what you said what you did. They remember how you made them feel, That's you made them right. feel cared about. Right. That's right. So, um, Number three is character. And Mm -hmm. we trust those that do what's right over over what's easy. And we have a seven step process for how you drive this into organizations. People, um, you know, think character stops at 12 years old. It's not true. Many organizations we work with are incentivizing in their sales team, a lack of the character they say they want to have, or some of the corruption issues we're dealing with in East Africa until we can get a a police officer, not be incentivized incentivized by the bribery. They're not going to change hundreds of year old bribery. So there's, there's, there's some things to deal with there, but it's not everything because right. the fourth pillar is this. I might trust Dr. Jolly and his wife for sure to take my kids to the ballgame because they have compassion. They have character. That does not mean I'll trust Dr. Jolly to give me a root canal
0: mm, because right.
1: of competency. Number four is competency. We trust those that stay fresh and relevant. This is why we love this show that you put on. We we get fresh, relevant competency ideas to get better, to be capable Next pillar is commitment. We trust those that stay committed, even in the face of adversity. If you mm-hmm. think of people that have left a legacy in your life or history, your mom, dad, first grade teacher, Mandela, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Jesus, or Joan of Arc, you will find yep. someone who is trusted because they were committed to something wow. beyond themselves off into death. So commitment. Next pillar is connection. The ability to connect and collaborate. If I go into a company and I see siloing, that's a counterforce of this connection pillar. And mm. there's a lot we could say about that. The next pillar is going through going through them quickly so you can respond here right. before the like. break. Contribution, and mm. really the number one word that came out of this pillar was results. We okay. trust those that contribute results. So you can't just have compassion and character and not contribute results. That doctor, surgeon, let's say really compassion, but uh, in amputation cuts off the wrong leg, mm. you got a problem, right? You got a problem. <laughs> you got to contribute results. But you can't just contribute results and not have compassion or character. You'll lose trust that way too. You got to have all eight. Right. Final pillar. Yes. We call it the, the queen and king of the pillars. It is consistency. Whatever mm. you do consistently, I will trust. If you're late all the time, I will in fact trust you to be... Late all the time. Late. So <laughs> you're, you're the only way to build a reputation is consistency. The only way to build a brand is consistency. Uh, you know, and, and frankly, all the pillars are only empowered by this pillar. If you only have character pillar... When the lights are on, that's not character. If I only have compassion with people that look just like me, that's not compassion. These eight work together. And I'll say one more thing for life. Hold that thought, hold that thought. Hold it, we'll come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Take a Quick break.
0: We're gonna come right back and you're listening to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. Shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback. Or Turn Setbacks into Greenbacks. Or Chicken Soup for the Soul. Or An Attitude of Excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly in the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. And I want you to give that last thought before I give my shout out to my sponsors. Please tell us where you were going, because that was so powerful. I didn't want to stop you on you such a roll? I was <laughs> we're so it. quick. I'm, I, well, look, I was, I'm compelled by this. This is captivating. I'm thinking you're right. You're right. The biggest companies, you know, you said about consistency. I think about Marriott in my contracts. I will often tell what hotel brands I want to stay at when I was traveling. Traveling and Hyatt, uh, Marriott, uh, Ritz Carlton, uh, Hilton. I'd say, I want one of these because of the consistency of the product. I know when I go in there, or if I go to a, a restaurant that mm-hmm. is one of my favorites, that's, uh, i I'll just say, uh, Magiano's or, or Cheesecake Factory or something that's around. Uh, when I go to Sissy, where do you want to? I know what I'm going to get when yeah. I get
1: there because it's consistent no matter where I go. Well, so, by the Yet to that point, I trust McDonald's, even if I don't like them, because I've had the same exact burger on six continents, the pickles off senator where I go, right? So that's right. same, same right. distrust. What I was going to say is in this short time, listeners, you can see in the, in the book, there's actionable takeaways under each of these pillars, what you can do to increase clarity tomorrow morning, what you can do to increase consistency. But what you have to understand is you can solve. Every organizational leadership issue against these eight. Now we contextualize globally and everything, but just so you see this, you might say, well, we've got a clear, we've got clarity down. We share the at the annual meeting, the vision. If you don't share that consistently every 21 days, nobody knows the vision. They go together. Now, another thing we found in the research, when I say people solve the wrong problem most of the time and not the root issue, people say we got a, we got an engagement issue. You never do the only way to increase engagement is increase trust the, the research shows we got a net promoter score and nps issue the only way to get more referrals is increase trust and how about this we've got a communication issue i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen at the core it is never a communication issue i know what well-meaning people believe say but it communication is happening all the time clear communication is trusted unclear communication is not trusted compassionate communication is trusted hateful Communication is not. Consistent is and consistent isn't. So if we can actually see the case for trust and how it is the root issue, and if we can actually understand and have this common language of these eight, we can actually solve the real issue against that. And that's when we see sales go up, triple even retention, retention go up, attrition go down, even marital issues. So if we have this language, we can at least align with the real issue. Man, I love this. I love this. And that and that brings me to um give another shout
0: out to my uh my spon- sponsor, because they are built on trust. The name is Truist. And that was that they took a word trust and they added the fact that it will be responsible for its clients and its customers and really have an impact. Truist, Uh, is our sponsor, and that is a bank that's here for better. BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. And let me give you one example. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. That's earmarked $60 billion. That's right, billion with a B, to to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, small business growth, over the next three years. So you can see while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for all folks who are striving to do more, to be more, and to achieve more. So I hope you'll check them out at Truist.com. Let me spell that for you it's T R U I S T.com, Truist Financial Member FDIC. Trust is part of the name. For truest, and that's why I'm so glad I got the number one uh, trust expert in the world. Uh, he is the founder of the Trust Edge Leadership Group, and he is out of Minnesota. And well, oof you know I've been there a number of times. <laughs> So, so so so. Um, first of all, before we go any further, any further, where can they get this book? I want people to go get it today. They, they I, get it I want any, to get it for can, everybody on yeah, the
1: team. Tell yeah, me where get it. Going. And and we'll send you, if you get bulk, we'll give you a free discussion guide, we we'll give you a master class, we'll give you a video series, but it's Trusted Leader, just like Facebook, take the word the off of it, just Trusted Leader, trustedleaderbook.com or anywhere books are sold. And everything else we can do at, you can find at my name or at trustedge.com. But trusted leader, you have to add the word book to it, trustedleaderbook.com. And we'll give you a whole lot of free assets or you can get that anywhere books are sold. Speaking through.
0: of your name, Horst Sager, H uh, O R s-a-g-e-r Hor sager and you can reach out to him to have him speak for your team he's one of the top uh speakers beyond the fact that he's the leading expert in trust he's a hall of famer you know i i'm i make sure to let you know that i'm the chairman uh this year of the speaker hall of fame leadership committee and he's one of our uh, trusted uh examples of excellence that we are so proud of uh i'm very grateful For him, not only sending me the book, but for people who are watching on the video, I got trusted leader
1: socks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send you an. I'm going to send you another package, too. I'm
0: I'm looking for all the goodies. The book is called Trusted Leader Eight Pillars That Drive Results. John Maxwell says it's a pivotal guide for today's leader and so many others are featured on here, Ken Blanchard, people we've had on this show, Harvey McKay, good friend of mine, he's, uh, he talks about it. A lot of my friends, are people who we've had many of them on the show, uh, all of them that I just mentioned, Nito Cobain, all of them I mentioned on this uh, book and have talked about how powerful it is. Okay, the, the first part is by a guy named Ethan. And Ethan is the leader of a company that is growing, but they're in the midst of a crisis. And in the midst of a crisis, he goes off to go skiing uh, yep. with his buddies, an uh, annual uh, ski trip, uh, saying, well, you know, I, I got to get away, clear my head, got to think my way through this, and has an accident.
1: Uh, tell us about the whole. Yeah. So, so let me just, how why is it broken up this way? You know, people and the publisher and all the work we do, you know, the, the, they don't always want to read a 365-page book or more, like, trust Edge. This first part of this book is a quick story to help shift thinking around trust, and yeah. that's a. And the second half is totally the application: how I can use it tomorrow morning. But that first half, Ethan, there's a lot of things I struggled with as a leader, and uh, there's there's parts of that story. The wife uh, Maya in the in the story, that, a lot like my wife. She's amazing, you know. I mean, marry well, that's a good choice. But very well, well, that's a really good <laughs> choice. <laughs> exactly, uh, we were talking about that earlier. I'm grateful for that in this you know, entrepreneurial journey. That's for sure but there's some things that happened to him that I've seen happen and so all this uh you know like the boardroom situation where this this board in the in their boardroom they're going to lose everything and this exactly Thing happened when i was a consultant watching a certain company where everybody said we got to get this out we're going to lose all our funding if we don't get this done by may 1st we're going down we all agree right yep we're going right. down and they were saying yep so much i'm like i don't believe them so finally i said everybody shut your eyes one out of ten you think we're going to deliver and and put nine eight nine and then somebody a lady the actually in real life the probably the one that had the most to lose the lowest level in the boardroom said i think it's a three. She's the only one that had the willingness to be frank and honest, and that truth changed the 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 company, and they were able to save it in real life. And that's the start of a tipping point of change in in his mind, even and and how he thinks differently about trust. Uh, you know, I said it before: we think we know it all. Like, oh, it takes a long time to build trust. Well, in crisis people run in the same direction. They trust each other in a moment. There's a whole lot of trust is more complex than we think. And yet it still is the root cause. And that's the purpose of that tri- uh, that situation. And of course, Ethan is on this story to finding out really the complexity in a quick story of how trust is built and how he can leverage that to save his company, which he, he does. There's a spoiler. Wow.
0: Let me tell you, it, it reminded me of my work with Ford Motor Company. in 2006, I got a call from Ford Motor Company. Uh, They had brought in Alan Mulally from Boeing because Ford's market share had gone from 50% down to 15. They were on their way to uh, bankruptcy, out of business. They told him he needs to change his company or it's out of business. He has to turn it around or it's out of business. And one of the people in the room, uh, when he got there, said, we need to come back. And, and someone else said, come back? That's, that's Willie Jolly. We need to call in Willie Jolly. That's guy, I've heard him speak. I bought his book. So they called me. I worked with Ford in 2006, 2007, 2008, and in 2009, Ford was able to reject a government bailout and go on to billion dollar profits. But the lessons I learned from Alan Mulally. Alan Mulally was a trusted leader who in that boardroom, what you just said, he would tell people, tell me the truth, but they wouldn't because everybody was on their own agenda. They were afraid to look like they were weak and no one would, oh, how, how, how's that project? Oh, everything's good, everything's good. And finally one person said, I got problems and I need help. And mm-hmm. he said, that was the time Alan Mulally stood up and said, that's what I've been waiting for. Yes. He gave a standing ovation and that's when the broke the, the log jam. And then others started saying, well, You know, I'm not doing as well as I've I've been putting on to do. And it was through that trust and that leadership that they were able to turn forward
1: around. I was just a bit player, but they were doing it because of trust. Am I right? I I love that. And that is so true. And looking forward now, I mean, it's just, it's such a great analogy. You know, one of the, to get personal here a little bit, one of the big, uh, one of the findings in last year's study was 92% of leaders would be more trusted if they would be more transparent about Mm. their mistakes, not just transparent. People talk about transparency and remember confidentiality is also trusted. We have to, you know, we do our quarterly earnings calls and everything, but if leaders would be more transparent, not about how great they are, I won this award, I'm the greatest at this, but about our mistakes. We Mm. say this all the time. If you're doing leadership alone, you're doing it wrong.
0: Ready. I was getting ready to, that's on, look, that I'm gonna tell you right now that folks that exactly what it's on page 23. If you're doing leadership alone, you're doing it wrong. I, you had no idea. But that was my next question. Right You've
1: got to have to, you got to have a team, you got to have an accountability group. That's the brain trust in the book. But I have two of these groups for real. They're the dedication of the book this time. One of them is uh, one of those groups of four guys. We've been together for 28 years. consistently. We each lead organizations. Now we were in college then 30 years ago and we started meeting and we didn't stop. And that's been transit. And it, by the way, for us, and this is important where I have, I have a different business mastermind, this group, they hold us accountable. Uh, uh, How are you doing in your marriage? How are you doing in your parenting? How are you doing Mm. in your leadership? And, and, and by the way, there's so much deep, true love we can get in each other's grill about, hey, you better change that, you better do that. But you can't talk about, in those times, you can't talk about, well, my wife could do this better, my kid could do that, only what you can do. And wow. that's that's been transformative, that group, when we get together on our, not used to be weekly, but now we're all over the world. Once a year, five days, we each share for about three hours each wow. through all these questions and accountability. And it's it's transformative. There's a whole lot of other ways, coaching, masterminds, mentorship, but if you're doing leadership alone you're doing it wrong and if we can be transparent about our mistakes not how great we are but our mistakes people start to come around us and they start right. to trust us and see us i've been in boardrooms with some of the top leaders presidents of countries and presidents of of companies that are scared to death they're going to be found out when they finally open up yeah. their team actually gets behind them
0: you know i love that i think i tell often a story when i
1: was a new speaker I went to
0: a seminar there were a number of speakers the first speaker got up and talked about how great his family was how great his life was how he was making so much money his kids were perfect life was perfect and i took notes because i wanted that same perfect life. but the next speaker talked about how he struggled how things were challenging how things were difficult Mm -hmm. and how he had made mistakes but he learned from them and that was the guy that i connected with after i don't even remember to this day that first guy but i remember the second guy dr dennis kimbrough and i tell him often Man, your your message of being transparent changed my life. Yeah, made me realize I could do it. We're going to take a quick break. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And for sure, we'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere because the best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. on me when you need me call, call me You can call on me Call me You can call on me Pick up the phone You can call and call me, me. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with my special guest. He is the leading expert globally in the area of trust leadership. He is the CEO of Trust Edge Leadership Institute, best-selling author of the Trust Edge, inventor of the Enterprise Trust Index, and director of one of the nation's foremost trust studies, the Trust Outlook. He is a trust expert uh, on Uh, in residence for High Point University with Nito Cobain is president. Uh, He has been featured in all the great magazines. And now I'm honored to say he's featured here on Willie Jolly, Wealthy Way Show, David Horsacker. And he is the author of a new book, Trusted Leader, Eight Pillars That Drive Results. And he tells you. And when I asked him when we talked initially, I said, "Look, this is a Wealth Ways show. We wealthy ways. What does trust have to do with wealth?" And he was quick. He said, ha, ha, my friend, let me tell you the reason it, that Oprah is wealthy is because they trust her. The we, right. we the reason that you buy those Apple phones is because you trust it. You know this. The, the, it's if you get a trust brand that's
1: consistent,
0: man, you're on your way to making a lot of money." I said, "Bing." Oh, well, on, let, baby. let me just Let's, say
1: this without yes. the research, without the grad work, even I'll put in an analogy. Okay. Yeah. a Good analogy of a lack of trust is a lock. Mm. Wh- why do I put a lock on anything? Cause I don't trust you. What's the Ooh. cost then? What's the cost, right? <laughs> the cost is what I got to buy. It. Now that's money. Yes. But the biggest cost is not the money. Mm. The biggest cost is now I got to open it every time I go through the gate and that's time. So, mm. you, every time trust goes up or down, you're dealing with, with attrition, retention, all that, but you're always dealing with some cost, some time. You, you can think about this. What about it? Re- text someone you trust. How long yeah. does that take? Whoop. Now, text someone you don't trust. How long does that take? Oh, how are you going to take this? Gonna, it always costs. It can cost in a company, duplicity, or in an organization, but it always costs wealth. Your key to increasing wealth is increasing more trust. Wow.
0: In the marketplace? In your brand in your employees and your associates if you completely are consistently trusting they know that you're going to do what you say now here's the question here's the question to come to mind uh, everybody i know i'm asking for them what do you do when you mess up okay <laughs> when you okay, mess up sure. and and you gotta you know your you and me your marriage is messed up your business is messed up people don't trust you what do you do then david
1: okay well i'll, t- I'll tell you what you know, we have a 10 step process. If you're a big company that just had an oil spill, uh, but whether you're a big company and you can email us and I'll give it to you, but whether you're a big company or an individual, it comes down to one thing, one Mm. thing, and it is not the apology. Mm. I'm not saying you don't need to apologize to open the door. I still remember the CEO from the Netherlands came to America. He said, I said, what's the first thing you notice? He'd been here a little bit. I said, he said, David, you want to know the truth? I said, yeah. He said, David in America, you got a bunch of lying apologizers. Mm. they all say they're sorry and they don't mean it. i got this guy who comes in every day i'm sorry i'm late he's late every day we don't retrust on the apology i'm not saying you don't need to open the door of communication with apology but the only way to rebuild trust big company or individual is make and keep a new commitment mm. ooh, ooh, and, ooh, 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 that's good david but,
0: david that's good stuff come on somebody that's really good the only
1: way and this is by the way the only way to trust yourself more is to make mm. and keep commitments with yourself. Stop mm. making so many commitments. You heard the idea: love your neighbors yourself. You yeah. find someone who doesn't love themselves at all; they're not very fun to be around. Right. It's The same with people that make that that don't trust themselves. And the reason they don't trust themselves is because they don't make and keep commitments with themselves. So they don't believe anybody else can, and they they poison teams. You've make got to and make. keep
0: commitments in marriage, in business. Many marriages break up because people don't trust. They 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 check behind to checking their phone because they have a trust issue, which is a security issue. And many people know my wife and I uh, wrote a book that's very popular now, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, 10 Secrets to to Shape a Great Marriage. And people, you can actually go to jollymarriage.com and get a free chapter, jollymarriage.com. And we talk about the fact that communication and all of that, but it comes down to a trust issue. And when people don't trust and there's insecurity that they're going to sneak behind you, check on you because they don't trust you. Well, my wife knows she can look at my phone anytime she knows that she come who i'm talking to i'm talking to old girlfriend i used to have 20 or oh, not 20 i've been married for but together with her 30 40 50 years ago i don't know some time ago and and and, and oh, oh how's she doing she's doing fine you know and, and, and come and say hi to her so you know we understand that we trust each other and that's what but when you mess up <laughs> say that one more time what you got to do david that's the most powerful thing i can i have not heard it like that say it one more the time. only
1: way to rebuild trust is to make and keep a new commitment.
0: Mm, That's it. Over and over again. Make and keep a new commitment and hold it. Oh, and I love that lying apologist. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. We got people say, oh, I'm sorry. I was late. I'm sorry. They're not really sorry they just line, but they say it because that's the easy. Okay. 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 Hey. we're going to ask you for my, you got us, you got us. What are the, you got us here? What are the, you got us, what are the, you got us here that you gotta have? You know, I, so imagine that you came to DC, I yep. picked you up and we drove over to uh, uh, Howard university, which is uh, you know, not too far from my home. And we went in and went to the business class and went to the students. They are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, want small business, uh, people who want to be small business people. Uh, they want to be in corporate and to say, Hey, 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 now,
1: uh, uh, tell them three, you got it here. You got it. If you be successful, you got to do this. Give them to them, Dave. Okay. We already said doing leadership alone, you're doing it wrong. You've got to find others. You've got to, got to, mm. got to find others to do the journey with whether they're friends, family, whatever. Number two, you got to do the work on the farm. We say you, that pile doesn't shovel itself. The bales don't <laughs> bail themselves. You got to do the work. And there's the problem <laughs> today. That's, yes. That skewed skewed evidence. It was actually good research, psychocybernetics evidence. The problem is people skewed and said, oh, you can change to have in 21 days. You can do this and this and this. Not true. Most of mm. that's skewed. It takes more time. It takes more work. You've mm. got to do the work. That's got to do the work. Yep. Number three, got to do the little things consistently that make the biggest difference. Little mm. things done consistently. So let's just take, I'm going to run through one idea really fast. We say yes. in our, personally, uh, have you planted and cultivated your seeds? S-E-E-D-S. Mm. S-E-E-D-S. Have you a lot of ten, people that accomplish, gold, they come back from a big event. They go, oh, I'm going to accomplish this big goal. If they haven't cultivated their seeds, they almost don't have a chance. First S is sleep. Are you sleeping? Okay. We used to be arrogant. No, I, I don't sleep at all. I'm the coolest. I never need sleep. Turns out you do. You need mm. sleep. Quit being arrogant about sleeping two hours a night. Number two, the E, you got you to gotta, um, exercise, move a little bit. Right. Okay, no, right. Next one is eat right. I mean, you mm. you might want to hear I this. Story. Sometimes I lost 52 pounds in five months. 10 years ago, I've kept it off, but my, uh, a doctor said, you can't outrun a cheeseburger and you got to stop. If you, if you, if, cause you can, you can, you know, that's 2,200 calories and you can only right? get 500 burnt in an hour. So you got to, if you want to drive a Ferrari, quit putting junker fuel in the next yeah. one is D is drink water. And the final that of seeds, the S is source of strength. If you only get a source of strength from your work, not from faith, family, or something else, you're almost certainly worse in your work. So mm. you got to have a team, others, you got to do the work and you got to do the little things consistently start out with your seeds. Man,
0: folks, I know y'all agree with me, this is brilliant, not good, brilliant, David. Where can they get the book and where can they reach you? Because we want them to bring you and your team in for their organizations or for their personal. There are a lot of small business people who need to grow their brand, where can they get that book? They got to get that book and they got to get, oh, folks, I'm gonna give you another, you got to got to get it for everybody on your team. Everybody needs a copy of that book. So tell
1: them. You you can get it anywhere books are sold. It's a great publisher, Barrett Kohler, Trusted Leader. You can come to trustedleaderbook.com. You can find everything about me either at my name or trustedge.com, trustedge.com. You can get everybody on our team, how to measure trust, how to close gaps, how to build it, trustedge.com. You can even find the book there. That might be easier to remember, but otherwise it's trustedleaderbook.com book, not the, like face take the off, just trustedleaderbook.com. But um you know what? I like trustedge.com.
0: T-R-U-S-T-E. Yep. It's, Edge. it's real easy. Trustedge.com to reach David Horsegger and you can hire him and he can uh, help implement a trust strategy that works to get results. Closing comments, David, we've got about a minute left. Go ahead.
1: Hey, here's what I would say. Everything of value is built on trust from the greatest financial institutions to every good relationship you have. You've got to shift thinking about trust. And and when you see the research, by the way, we we have access to the newest research every year. We give it away for free, but you'll see that trust is always the root issue. When you start to see the root issue against these eight pillars of trust, you start to solve the real issue and there's nothing like it it is so fun to see the results whether it's saving a marriage or building a business i'm grateful to have a great marriage and i'm grateful for our our business but i'm i'm and your for farm you.
0: that you have
1: built yeah. and bought he went from yeah. that little uh
0: windowless <laughs> yeah. uh, to, uh bathroomless to a massive farm that he raises his four children and they have everything they need right there thank Horses, you david lakes
1: come on out and see the, us but i, I got you.
0: I'm coming to hang out there. I love it. I love Minnesota anyway. This is Dr. Willard, y'all. And I want to encourage everybody again to f- hang out with my friends who are trusted. That is Truist, Truist Financial. We've been partnering with them because they took BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better businesses and lives. You can check them out. They are unleashing potential for greatness at Truist.com. Go to Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Tell them Dr. Willie Jolly sent you, and they will make sure to take good care of you. And then I want you to go to winwithwillie.com, winwithwillie.com. All my websites are there, my faith-based website, my business website, my marriage website, my youth website, my music website, and you can get some of my resources, resources to help you win more. Listen to me every morning uh, on, uh, get on the syndic- syndicated radio show, Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell at 820 Eastern, 720 Central on uh, the Radio One Network, my- and make. Make sure that you go to win with Willie, sign up for my newsletter, sign up for that newsletter. And every morning I'll send you a one minute video, absolutely free to inspire you. Cause we know that people who read or listen to something positive in the first 20 minutes of their day have greater f- achievement than those who don't. So you want to make sure that you sign up for the newsletter It's free. I'll send it because I want to help you win. And so last but not least join us Monday night, every Monday night, nine o'clock on Facebook live, Willie.jolly Facebook live and on the real. Willie jolly uh, uh um, tv show on, on instagram uh and it's the uh, uh, real willy jolly on instagram uh, live so that you can see our marriage show make love make money make it last the broadcast Lay. thank you for your time thank you for staying focused share this with Lottie Dottie and everybody and remember for sure <laughs> your best is yet to come god bless you real good god bless bye-bye